0: It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Rachel Hollis founded the event planning firm Chic Events and six years later, Inc. Magazine named her one of the top 30 entrepreneurs under 30 years of age. She's the founder of TheChicSite.com, where readers can find recipes as well as party planning and lifestyle advice, and she's a regular contributor for the Huffington Post and Pop Sugar, and she's appeared on the Rachel Ray Show, The Talk, Extra, and many more shows. She lives in L.A. with her husband and five children, and she's joining me today on Amy's Table to talk about her book, Upscale Down Home, Family Recipes All Gussied Up. Hey, Rachel, welcome to Amy's Table.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Well, you know, the title alone is so catchy, and I have to ask you, what drew you to writing about, you know, down-home recipes and how to jazz them up?
1: Yeah, so I, um, believe it or not, I actually grew up on a street called Weed Patch Highway. Uh, I grew up out (laughs) in the country, very small town, um, family on both sides is from Oklahoma. So I moved to Los Angeles as a young woman to go to college, and very quickly found myself thrust into uh, the world of Hollywood parties. I started working for an event planner as an assistant, and, um, you know, this little country mouse finds herself throwing these big, fabulous events for huge celebrities, but those down home roots are really the core of who I am. So as I grew up and built this website that would become so popular, I found a way to marry the down-home style that I grew up with, with the beautiful presentation that I had learned during parties. So when it came to the first cookbook, which I had dreamed about writing forever, um, on the one hand, that was sort of how I had made a name for myself was with this style. But on the other hand, this is the food I know how to cook. So uh, you know, there was no question that I was going to do things made in a slow cooker, cheesy dips. Uh, you know, casseroles, just that food, that comfort food that I really grew up loving.
0: Well, and it's funny because people resonate to comfort food. So, I mean, it just makes so much sense. I, I love this and I love your story. I have to ask you, when you found yourself doing suddenly really swanky events, did you just naturally sort of discover a hidden wellspring of talent? Or, I mean, you know, because you probably didn't grow up in... Around no. a lot of swanky.
1: Oh, Lordy. I'm just imagining me at those first events, like in my ill fitting black dress and, you know, the shoes that were from Payless three seasons ago. Uh, <laughs> no, I was anything but um, someone who fit into that scene. But I am, you know, part of that, I think the southern, you know, work ethic. My, my uh, grandparents were um, migrant farm workers, some of the hardest workers I will ever meet in my life. Wow. So they really taught me work ethic. You buckle down, you figure it out, you find a way. So um, I didn't fit in, but dang it, I was a hard worker.
0: Yeah and
1: yeah, so I um if, if anything, I made a name for myself because I just worked so hard for my clients and then people would pass my name from one to another, and that's how I grew my business.
0: That is so great. and it's such a great, inspiring, you know story too. I love that so much. Thank you. Well, so you've got these down home upscale, now they're upscale recipes. Talk to me about the first one that you did that you went, oh, my God, I'm on to something.
1: Well, I think the one that is, um, it's worth mentioning, it's definitely in the cookbook, and it's one of the most popular, it is the most popular recipe on my website. A million people have come to the site. I'm not exaggerating that number. That is an actual number. (laughs) Um, And printed off the recipe is the balsamic pot roast. So I grew up, you know, having pot roast that we made in a slow cooker on Sundays, And several years back, I tried to reinvent the recipe. So my parent style of cooking and seasoning may have been a little bit simpler, but I did some balsamic, a little um, orange, some some citrus in there, some uh, chili pepper flakes, added some sweet, some spice, some salt, poured it over the roast and cooked it. And when it was done, it was magic. Mm. Uh, And so that has become a staple of the site, and that was the first recipe that I was like, for sure, this is going in the cookbook.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. That sounds so good.
1: It is so good. So
0: when you started, you know, doing events, you might have had a more um, basic approach to your style. How did you gussy up your down home style when it came to events? I mean, did you kind of take that same approach to your life?
1: Yeah, I think that when you when you're unsure, when you're new in a field, uh, you know, and I still do this today. I am a voracious reader. So at the time when I didn't feel totally secure in my ability to design an event at the level that, you know, my clients were looking for, I read. I, you know, got every magazine on architecture, design. I um, read books. I I sort of tried to model peers who had come before me and had done a really good job. So I am self-educated and I just kept looking around until I found the answers and I think towards, you know, once I had gotten a couple of years into the business, I really started to incorporate the style of um, of this upscale-down home. So you would have the centerpiece that was, um, you know, $500, and it would be on a tablecloth that we use, you know, we got the tablecloth from the Home Depot, we would use, like, paint drop cloth. We, we really tried to incorporate things that would surprise you or, or that were funky in design. And it was always a mix of highs and lows for me.
0: I love that. That was
1: my life in real time.
0: Yeah, I love that. And you see, your sincerity and your your authenticity are what make it so appealing and inspiring and also approachable. You know, I think there's nothing more fun. I remember when first like mini sliders and things like that came out. I was at a holiday party, a New Year's Eve party. Everyone was in Black and we started eating these teeny tiny hamburgers. And I remember thinking, okay, this is way more fun than if they were passing, you know, oysters on the half shell or something. And I think that's it is we're reaching kind of a point where we all want to be Sort of the not the yoga pants theory, but, you know, we want to go out and be comfortable, but still have it be really special. And I love this whole idea of taking something down home and upscaling it. Give us a couple more examples of, of you know, things that you had in your family history of recipes that you gave a twist to in the cookbook.
1: Yeah, I think uh, for me, I really wanted the chapters themselves to resonate with the style of food that I grew up eating. So, you know, whereas another book, you might pick it up, and it's entrees, appetizers, things like that. I really focused on the style of food. So there's an entire chapter on dips because I love Mm. dips. There's an entire chapter on casserole recipes. Uh, slow cooker recipes. Uh, one of my favorite chapters is the leftover chapter. We grew up with not much money at all, and my mom was the queen of reusing leftovers. So there's an entire chapter of recipes you can make using the leftovers from other recipes in the book. Uh, so we want to really take you from not just sort of reheating that pot roast but giving it a totally different flavor palette and using it in a completely different way so uh yeah that that's something that weaves itself throughout the dessert section's really fun. Cookie pudding pies and you know banana pudding, something that was so popular yeah. for me growing up. but the spin on that is the presentation so instead of it being in one big bowl, we're serving it in these beautiful little uh, parfait glasses, which make it so fun for a party, so I'm always trying to think of you know, how can I reinvent this either with the ingredients or the presentation? So you're going to feel really comfortable that these are all recipes you love, but they've got a little spin on them that you might not have thought of before.
0: Uh, these That's just really clever stuff. If you're just joining us, we're speaking with Rachel Hollis about her book, Upscale Down Home, Family Recipes All Gussied Up. And of course, she is the founder of the chic site.com where a million people have downloaded her balsamic pot roast recipe. <laughs> so the balsamic pot pot roast is very popular. What else do you find your readers are hungry for?
1: Well, the spicy corn dip is, it, it, it battles that pot roast for <laughs> It is so yummy. It is such an unexpected recipe. I actually got it from a friend of mine. Uh, it's got a kick of heat with some chipotle, a little crunch with the veggies that are inside it, and you bake it up to a bubbly brown deliciousness. and mm. you chips. It is such a winner.
0: Oh, my God, that sounds good. And, you know, the, the, the food is obviously part of it, and the cookbook is a new arena for you. But I'm wondering if you were going to talk to us about how to have great parties in the new year, is there some sort of formula in the first few moments of a party that can set the tone for it being a success or not?
1: Well, I think that the thing that I would hope, and I really tried to write this into the book, is I would love people to sort of get out of their own way when it comes to hosting a party. I think we have seen this sort of Instagram life, this Pinterest life, and so we think if it doesn't look like that, if we can't have it be that way, we shouldn't even try. And there is something so sacred about welcoming people into your home. I feel like it's a little bit of a lost art. So I really want to encourage listeners, it doesn't matter whatever your house looks like, uh, you know, if you only have plastic cups, if you only have paper plates, whatever it is, just get people together because there is, it, it doesn't matter what you're serving, what, what you don't or do have, it's about coming together in a space, especially this time of year, you know, people want your presence. They want to spend time with you, and nobody's going to complain if they get to your house and it doesn't look like Martha Stewart. Uh, they just want you authentically. So I would say, if you you know if you thought about hosting something, but it seems a little daunting to you, just find one recipe, find one thing that you can do really well. Maybe it's a recipe from the book. Maybe it's you're really good at opening a bag of chips and store-bought salsa, <laughs> and just putting it into cuter bowls. Whatever it is, you do you. Uh, but just just perfect one thing. And then when you feel really confident in that one thing, try another thing. Uh, and we just keep going until you build up this arsenal of recipes and cocktails and, you know, how you style things on the platter that make you feel really comfortable. And then suddenly you've become a host or hostess and you didn't even know it was happening.
0: I think that's great advice. And I'll tell you what, if you still feel scared about it, just imagine Rachel coming straight from Weed Patch Highway to Hollywood. <laughs> And if she can do it, you can too. And you can find lots of inspiration in her book, Upscale Down Home, Family Recipes All Gussied Up, and also at the website, thechicsite.com. Rachel, I have just loved talking with you. The book is wonderful. And thanks so much for joining us on Amy's Table.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q! It's Amy's Table with Amy
1: Tolman. Yeah! Q102!